0: You tuned in to the Bros Book Chef Podcast, where we read the books and let the content drive the discussion. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Woo! It was August
1: 1983. It was the Reavers' annual end of the summer party, and boy, was it a party! The Reavers were the offspring of the legendary, famous, world-renowned singer heartthrob Mick Reaver. Mick Reaver's children are comprised of Nina, the oldest, a swimsuit/slash surfer model; Jay Reaver, a professional surfboarder; and Hud Reaver, a professional photographer, who is one month apart from Jay and Kit, the youngest, and the most like her dad, whom she never formally met. Mick's fame gave him access to all temptations, and beautiful women was his vice. It lured him away from his family twice, then finally for good. When he found an invitation to this annual party thrown by his children, he thought he could just drop in, Charm his way back into their lives And pick up where they left off However, that was one huge problem All the children are grown And he let the season pass where he was needed the most This is a story about family Struggle Trust Decisions Love, money, lust The power of DNA The Bru's Bookshelf brings you another epic book by Taylor Jenkins Reed. Malibu Rising. Give it up. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Brothers Bookshelf with your host, Lennon Givens. I'm here joined with my beautiful wife, Dr. Teresa Givens. Hello. And we're here with the deuce dog, Mr. Donovan Snipe. you
2: yeah. Hello. Hey.
1: We also have joining us the smooth, silky baritone voice of Dr. Harvey Hinton Third.
3: Ay, 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 ay,
1: ay, ay, ay. And we have a reoccurring guest, my lion brother, the 15, Mister Stephen Gilliam. What up, what Junior?
4: Bark, bark. What's up?
3: <laughs>
0: Brothers were like bark, bark, rude. <laughs>
5: you didn't tell
1: whoa, me hello. Whoa. I didn't tell you hello. Uh. Hello. Hey. How you doing, baby? I'm good.
2: How you doing? But he Um, did say that you're beautiful. He didn't say nothing about my looks.
1: Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I ended up picking this book because my daughter read this book and we already read a book from Taylor Jenkins Reid. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which essentially was a good read. If anybody has any interest in going to Hollywood or living that Hollywood life or chasing that Hollywood dream, then I would totally recommend this book because uh, this book really it's about Malibu. lets let you in on the inside life of what goes on with celebrities in California and that lifestyle,
2: pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's like that new old Hollywood, like... Old Hollywood is like 1930s to like the 50s, and then you got like New Hollywood from I guess like the 60s to the 80s. So that's kind of like where they are, and then you got like the new Hollywood, the the new New Hollywood, which is you know Taylor Swift and all the other stuff we got now. But yeah, I but, liked it. It was definitely it was rad. I, one thing I did appreciate about uh, the audio version of this book that I listened to is the uh, way that the Narrators seem to use all of the stereotypical voices black people use for white people that are rich. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was trolling us at first. I said, What's going on? Wait a minute! And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I guess this, yeah.
5: right
4: is the author. The author's black.
5: No, no, she yeah. is. um
0: she funny as hell is where she is yeah (laughs) i wasn't like like inside of white people funny
4: (laughs) oh gosh
2: yeah i definitely like this
4: was a a easy i listened to the book i uh i actually listened to the whole book this time it was it was really easy to listen to well, I was, I was like, I didn't think it's a Holly I, I was get, I was getting like the uh, early surf scene vibes. I wasn't getting Hollywood vibes off of this. This was, this was reminding me of uh, early days of surfing type deal. Uh, well, not early days of surfing, but like previous generation early days of surfing type because they were all just a, a family living on this beach right like malibu when they were young wasn't like the rich spot it was just like a spot and then it blew up but it became the spot by the time the uh the the baby
2: malt hit so the, the, gl- the glitterati came yeah it's like um it's like post gidget um mm-hmm. like
5: how- yeah era
2: like Young kids, we're not quite rich, we're just making it within a small town, we're just roughing it. But we got you know, we're just beach bums, we just live on the beach, and you know, we just surf all day, and that's how life is. Yeah,
5: right before it was too expensive for anybody to live there, but um, I was listening to Lenny when he was talking about the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo because. I kind of like when books kind of cross in because then it piques your interest. You're like, oh, what this character with this character. And this gave us a whole different view of Mick Riva. And um, because we met Mick Riva in The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And Look at here. Look at now we have a whole his whole life story when it was just he was just a husband for about fifteen minutes in the last book that we read. So I just felt like that was pretty interesting to put all of that together.
0: Teresa, I, I was not like paying attention at all into that, that reference. The first uh who was the chick that he was married to, uh Saint James, uh Celia. Cecilia, yeah, yeah. Until they made that first reference, that's when I was like, "Oh, what, what, what is this shit about again?" Right. Cause, which, cause which, which book that, is this? I was, I was not, I wasn't feeling this at all. And t- I, like, that was the first moment when, where I like really paid attention. What? I just couldn't. I just wasn't. I wasn't in the mood. It took a minute because, oh. to to your point, we're talking about country Malibu right before before it got rich and I just wasn't interested at first I just
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and I hadn't looked at who the, who the author was either so you know it's one of those things I do sometimes just completely go into something without having a whole lot of knowledge around it. and so when I heard that like oh shit this is okay we doing yeah. that we're in, we in somebody's universe okay
5: because I actually, I guess, yeah, I I didn't, I didn't even pick it up when I was looking at who the author was at all. But like Lenny said, Nakaya was reading it because Nakaya always has a book in her hand and she's like, oh, I'm reading this. Did you should read it? And I I really did not have good expectations for this book. And I think Lenny was kind of scared. At first, too, because he kept looking at it going, should I, you know, he started looking at other things and I think he felt like he was going to pull the trigger, but um, I'm glad he did not because I enjoyed the book. Um, but I think I enjoyed it for some personal reasons. So, um, I'm, I'm I am I'm I'm, I'm ready for you all to start throwing the <laughs> daggers. I I'm so ready for the daggers. But um,
0: I, ain't, Teresa, honestly, I don't have no daggers. Like, I don't know who the bad person was in this book. Like I just. I mean, shit, man. Like, like, what you? What I don't even. You know who was bad. It was Mick. Who's the bad person? I don't know. Like, shit. Mick Oh, the dad.
3: Oh, he, he, he You
0: know, he, he made his life better for his kids, than anything ever happened to him. So he, no, he did.
1: No, no, Harvey. It's funny that you say that because what I was debating. I debated that in my head. Did he make it? Did he make the life better for them? Uh, that's two ways to look at it financially we
0: we know what happened bro
1: go ahead financially he made their life better but their relationships uh was pretty much shit her first marriage she pretty much married uh nina
5: nina nina only had one marriage yeah
1: her yeah well her only marriage she pretty much married her dad because he did her the same way her dad did her mother June. I don't see He came home one day and said, I ain't coming home no more. Hello, it's Daddy.
4: Hey, darling. Put mommy on the phone. Yeah, Barbara, it's Richie. Yeah, look it, I ain't never coming home no more. Take it easy. That was kind of weird,
0: but you know, you think Brandon, that was his name? Yeah, Brandon. Brandon. He got caught up in in that space, that weird space that...
2: (laughs) That space where you gotta let mistress remain mistress and you go back home to your wife at the end of the day, you can't marry the mistress. Like you stupid. Like nobody marries yeah, the
4: 3000
1: Show yourself the show who gives you that gock Gawk, Gawk three thousand with the twister wizard seven thousand dripping down to the balls. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'm, out, yeah. I'm out. You know what? Fuck this kid. What? Fuck this <laughs> You know what? When I said I loved you, I didn't know shit. I didn't know what I was talking about.
2: Yeah, that was no. What are you talking about? I have have a whole, I have a whole family, ma'am. I'm not leaving my (laughs) wife. He got caught up in that space, bro.
4: (laughs) You know what? I tried. This ain't me.
2: And she knew better. Regular. (laughs) All right,
1: for the listeners, we're talking about uh, one of all the characters was pretty much the main characters in the book, but the story is based around a family who grew up with a very, very famous, renowned singing pop star dad, who was known for his looks and his voice and his great music that he made. Yes. And he made hit records, uh, for decades, like two, about two or three decades of uh, great music. So he's very popular with, what comes that is a lot of wealth and of a lot of attention. And, and he, he, was very, he was very, he was very fun that
4: at a fish
5: store.
1: Of he was very fond of very beautiful <laughs> women.
5: He was not famous then. He lied. To he was, when, no, he met, when he well, married his first wife, June. Yeah, because Steve said she. Uh, no, man, he, he wasn't mar- famous. He then. married a. a a waitress at the fish store, but yeah, he was not famous then.
4: She's like, I've never been out of the out of the house before. The first time I wore a bikini, I met my husband, and she couldn't hold it down. That's it. <laughs> True. <That's all. laughs> you know what? I mean, was it her fault? Because he shouldn't have married if he wasn't ready. Oh no, he's trash. No, he, he's fully trash. But she wasn't ready for the world. She thought is she was married. like living some fairy tale. And is he, he trash, trash,
5: Steve? Well, this is what the makes him trash.
4: You know? What makes him trash? Yeah, what makes well, him yeah, trash?
0: What makes him trash?
4: So he, he married this woman and then one day he at three AM he bumps into a lamp and she wakes up and he has a suitcase and he says, I'm leaving you and the kids. <laughs> He proceeds to, to get married four other times, come back two other times over the course of what twenty years, twenty something years. Multiple divorces, multiple possible kids. One kid comes in at the end out of left field, like, "Hey, I, he had you know, he had, a, he, had
1: a, he had a set of ghetto twins."
4: <laughs> I'm seven years old, y'all are, are thirty, or how, I don't know. She was like seventeen. Yeah, it, he's just trash. He's a trash bag. It, and you know, I think. I think when he got older, he was like, "Yeah, I am trash. I never should have got married." But like by that time, he was fifty.
5: I think he knew that though early on, and I think that is one of the things that was intriguing to me about the book, and that is everyone here had some type of psychological deficiency. But they all had good intentions.
1: <laughs>
3: Does
5: that matter? <laughs> they, they,
1: Does they all matter. Had,
0: they all had something wrong with Listen, I yeah. was at first
1: I was like, Mick Rebra was trash, but then I was like hmm.
5: I mean, it doesn't make him not trash that he was psychologically He
1: saves, but he rapes. Okay. You know what I mean? What? So he he, he he has a Dave lot Chappelle, of Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. First of all, he 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 was like actually in love with these women. He wasn't just random... Well, some yeah, of them he I've was just that, random. That and he experience. was trying his best to be faithful. But it was just that one night, that backup singer... Well, it
5: just, was... It was... He, it he wanted to have a family and he... That's just like what people... All the time. We see it we all like the time. That, it's the like things that too. you want like that. but you can't do it. So it's it's very... It's almost the whole do as I say, not as I do do because, but that's not how life works. You see things and then you put into practice what you saw, even though you don't want to. So he just, he was the product of a very dysfunctional home. I mean, his mom burned the house down by mistake. You know, uh, because of, you know, trying to hurt the dad and it's, so he grew up not really understanding how to be in a family. And he said it a couple of times. He was like, hey, you know, my kids act like they don't want to see me. And I didn't do half the stuff to them that my parents did to me. And I never did that to my parents.
1: Didn't his family didn't his mom and dad get into like a physical a physical altercation where it was bloodshed and then they just started having having sex on the kitchen floor in front
5: of him. In front of him, yes. Very dysfunctional. He wanted to break that cycle He wanted to have a family He thought he could And every time he got in it He was like man I'm not cut out for this I'm not cut out for this
1: I tried baby I tried I just can't be a family man <laughs> Who would have thought That I would have ended up being this famous as a singer And I had uh,
2: all these He did He said at the beginning like, "Baby, Yeah just but, but not this famous a pretty- I didn't know
1: I was going to have all these women throwing themselves yeah. at me got that
0: phone call and that baby was coming. He was like, uh. <laughs> he was right. like I, I go see the baby. I go make this money. I go see the baby. I go make this
3: money.
5: <laughs> right. And I think that that's a lot. I talk about that a lot with some of my friends because, of course, women are on different pages about that, too. About whether your spouse significant other someone should be with you a lot or do you make time sacrifices for career or things of that nature you know because I feel like if Mick was not lying and cheating then it would have been okay for him to be on the road
1: all right so if he wasn't lying
4: and cheating okay
5: Let's say he, he let's is say he never married. Things? Things? Is
4: that the same thing? Is lying cheating? Well no, it's, it all. Be- it depends
5: it, on what the lie is about. Yeah.
2: Nope, No. Nope. Cheating isn't The lying is just your mouth. Cheating is something you do. Like no
5: Lying is something you say, cheating is yeah. something you do. Exactly. Yeah, that's a probably good
1: the good better good way good to good. put it, Teresa.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> let's say,
1: let's say he never <laughs> married her, <laughs> and, he does, <laughs> and he does like a lot of men do. You just be the eternal baby mama. So I never really committed to you, but I pay all the bills. I make sure that you're financially straight.
5: I'm so confused about this eternal baby mama thing. What happened? Oh, what is
2: the? Question? Well, I mean, and Lenny, that's okay in most instances, but like at least. And generally, in those, they're kind of around. Like the kids, kind of know their daddy. Like if the mama died, they at least show up to the funeral. Like
1: this, dude was gone for twenty years. Well, yeah. no, what I'm yeah. saying is, do you think it would have been a better relationship if he would have never committed to the mom long term and never married her? Probably. I want
0: to go back. I'm gonna ask you your question like this, to Teresa's point. Maybe it would have been a better relationship if he didn't have. I'm just saying it this way. If he didn't have to make the commitment to be present when the baby was born. If it was understood from the beginning that once the opportunity comes, we running with the opportunity, maybe he never would have even had guilt. Maybe he never had that weight of feeling like he had to make a choice that he felt like was always kind of messed up because he told her she was going to be there. Because when she when he walked in the room, she snapped at him. Like, she didn't, he didn't walk in the room.
1: Yeah, but that was over it. I mean, real quick, once she saw... The connection it, between him and his son, you know, she got over that fast. No, nah,
0: not really though. But I think that's part of the what if though. I think, I think, you know, I think that's all part of the what if.
4: I, th- I think it's part of him not knowing enough to to keep his word because he was like, "I promise, I'll do this one thing. I'll come as soon as you tell me to," and right. he did it. And if he if he said like, look like. Uh, For these two or three years, I'm gonna try and get famous and whatever it takes. And then after that, it's gonna be all worth it. Then I think she would have been cool with it. And on the same page, if he's like, hey, I'm famous. I'm on the road a lot. I'm tricking these hoes. uh, She probably would have been cool with it too. But he was like on some old, I have to like uphold this thing. I told your father and your mother and, and uh, what you believe and all this other, like, I don't know, really this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was, Cause
2: I was wondering, Steve, <laughs> like this old timing of the story had like, I mean, just forced him to kind of act in those ways because like now people can, you know, have kids with anybody they want. And then it's cool. You don't have to really get married and, Everybody's cool with it, but back then, like he had to have a conference with the girl's daddy and promise to take over their business, like which he also right. lied about. Um, that,
5: right, <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think it was if if he didn't do well, he would take over the business. So he never had to take over the business because he actually did well in his career. But you know, I, I and I've talked about this so much that I'm kind of like whatever. I mean, but stuff, it's always how you start something it 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 is when you tell someone something that is pretty much what they expect you to do um and i don't know why we put a lot of stock in that but when people just out of their mouth come and say you know i this is what i want this is what i want to have with you i promise that this is going to be wonderful and a beautiful ride and get on this ride with me it's almost like though when you ask somebody why did you lie? You didn't have to. You didn't. You didn't have to tell that lie. So it, those are the lies that are s- so easy to believe. The ones that just don't have to be told. And <laughs> looking back at it, though, you know, you you see that changes, he saying? wanted, though. You know, he right? And it. that's what I've heard so much. Like the past this weekend, he things change. People change. The conditions change, situation change. Mm-hmm, that's, that's what I heard. But, you know, just because <laughs> things change doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, an asshole about it. But I really right. just believe that psychologically he was not able to do that. And if he was, you know, earlier in the relationship, if he was able to say, you know what, I have all this childhood trauma and I don't think that I'm going to be able to do this, then we can all make some intelligent decisions about what we're doing, but nobody did.
2: Yeah, but Teresa, you're using a 21st century line of thinking. This man was born in like the 50s, 1933. 40s. Yeah, way back then, people people don't talk about their stuff. We we hide our kids. If we want, we don't even get real divorces. We just move to another city, get a new
5: family, like. <laughs> we don't even get divorces we just move to another city exactly. I I don't have to
4: see these kids on Facebook or Instagram (laughs) 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 nobody checking me back. nobody's
5: (laughs) looking for
2: me
4: they're in the next town I'm never going to see (laughs) them I I agree with you
2: like they all at some point should have gotten something like he needed some type of care Um, June did June did everyone in this story did
5: everyone (laughs) June lost okay.
1: herself from the idea of being married and wanting him to want her. After a while, his cheating started having a psychological toll on her and it started making her question, am I pretty? You remember when she said she lost a lot of weight? She was take, getting sexual advice from friends. June suspected that he wasn't keeping himself on the road. So I think the breakdown was... He's leaving. She's always is always throwing in uh, throwing in her face with his new love affairs. She's she has his children. Eventually, that start weighing on a person. It's hard to move on when that person is always present. That's a very hard thing to do. And because of his stardom, he was always present. One of the things that caught my attention when, when I was reading the book that really like got me like sitting up in my seat. Was the story of Hood and Hood started having a sexual relationship with his brother's ex girlfriend,
5: Ashley?
0: Ashley, he fell in love with his brother's ex girlfriend. He he, was soft, he didn't just start having a sexual relationship, don't put it
5: like that. Let's not be masculine and toxic, (laughs) masculine.
0: Hud, was—he was there all for her. It wasn't just. Hud, was, I'm it not.
1: What y'all banging.
5: think about that? Hud was not soft. Hud was just. Banging. I don't know about that, man. Okay, I, I first had of mixed all, let's let's, let's look at it like this. Uh, number one, you know where I'm going with this, and we got tacos <laughs> and rice and a whole bunch of other stuff. These people are not us. Let's just <laughs> say that right now. Um they don't have have the boundaries Uh, they don't have the boundaries (laughs) that we have when it comes to things of that nature Um, I think that um, Jay was a little bit but Jay was just a jerk because Jay was spoiled and he was used to having everything that he wanted and when he doesn't have what he wants he has these little temper tantrums so that's A lot of why he and Ashley weren't even together anymore. Kit pointed out, too. He was like, Ashley, I mean, do you even want Ashley? Correct. I mean, Jay Jay was not even in a relationship with Ashley that meant anything. He was just mad because she broke up with him.
1: But why would your brother secretly start having a sexual affair with your lady? The same reason you secretly have. uh, I mean, but I mean, but you (laughs) fell in love with her, too
5: yes no, the you, broke, because
1: right? you you oh, broke they they all the
5: rules cross, right? you, 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 what, what are the
0: rules the hell, you
2: fall in love with Lennon like,
0: just... he said I'm still going to make you talk to me I'm going to let you get your rocks off let you beat me and beat my ass and you still going to talk to me
4: let's all not right. start naming names here we know some people exactly be I was about sideways. to answer your question I was
1: just waiting till Harvey finished what he was saying <laughs> Yeah, the rules are: if I hit your your girl, and you my brother, I'm gonna tell you she's our girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm going to tell you like after I do it. I I'm gonna get be tra- it. I'm and not he was be- your your going your to be going to tell my lady, him, but lady. he fell
5: in love with her, and not he- after the first hit very close, because he was in love with her before. Why before. are you falling in
1: love with my lady before you even
5: had sex because, with her? Cause Cause you that, that, no, because you were a creep. No, because love works, is not bro. about no, that. man,
1: that's bitching. Okay. That, I mean, that's my feelings. Okay. I, that's how I
5: that's I do. love, dog. Okay. That's
3: love, dog.
4: First of all, I think Jay soft because he's all emotional and insecure. He's a good surfer, and that's about it. Otherwise, he don't know how to do shit. His brother <laughs> pulled his lady from him and, yeah, they fell in love, but, like, he, he I mean, he's not soft. they like they like, doing stuff in the trailer. Uh, he's that knocking only, her
2: up. That, he, he the only He, fans got, to he was like he got, getting he was, all
4: behind his brothers, the, brother's back. They got yeah. pictures and everything. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> that's
1: they got right. Like, like, he got Polaroid pictures of her blowing
5: them. No, not Polaroid. I just, I just
1: said Polaroid. Yeah, I, mean, I know. He went to
5: go get them so developed. They, hey, yes, and he had to develop them.
4: And when the brother confronts him to fight, he's like, man, I'm not even going to fight this dude back because I'm just going to whoop his ass. So I'm going to just let yeah. him hit me. So let me just
1: beat you and, up. Yeah, I let have a story hit. in college about these, uh, about some friends that I knew. And I was told this story <laughs> secondhand. So let me tell you this story. This is, you know, if anybody want to chime in and clear up some some imperfections about this story, but I'm about to just tell you the way Lenny know. So I had these two friends. They were roommates. It was like sophomore year in school and you know what you do in college. You run through girls.
5: Mm. So I never ran through any girls in college. Be quiet then. So, um, sounds so, lame, uh,
1: uh, Teresa. But of course, <laughs> of course, of course you run through girls. So one of, one of my friends was hitting this girl and he was parading around. Like, I don't really like her. She ain't my lady. She's just my fake lady. So, My other friend, who was his friend, said, well, do you mind if I move her? Move, euphemism for, you know, put the context clues together. And he said, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) So he said, all right, then. So he ended up moving her. And he told her, he said, hey, man, I finally moved her. And the friend who was like, that's my fake lady. I don't really like her, got upset, took the condom, And drove to her house and knocked on her door. When she answered the door, he threw the condom in her face and said, oh, you fucking my friends now? And he got mad in in his feelings. But at first, he was acting like it wasn't a big deal. But then once it really happened, you could tell that it wasn't just his fake lady. He had some feelings attached and he should have just been honest up front. So I say all that to say
2: this was a used condom.
1: Uh, you know, this is the story, how the story okay, goes. But you. I say all that. I, <laughs> hey, listen. i Sounds say, like a science the sto- experiment. The yeah, story I, that was I, told. I say all to that to say Juvenile said, Boy, look, nigga don't play no games no more. So nigga a bush your head
4: if you bang his
1: hoe. Niggas a bush your head if you bang his hoe. Some people are off limits. And if you just so happen to move, you be up front at the beginning. And you don't let it develop into a romantic relationship without your brother, your twin brother, knowing like, about it twin. As when it gets that far. And I think that was the violation. He didn't okay. get too far. And he was too passive mm-hmm. to let his brother know. And when it was time to tell him, he's like, hey, man, how would you feel if I tell you I was into Ashley? He was like, what?
5: Okay, so So he was too passive. <laughs> a lot of times you like we let these people. hood rules kind of just Is that a um, hood rule or a man law? I mean, Juvenile first of all, so. everybody has something that's different <laughs> and culturally people do this. You have people who do this type of stuff all the time. And it just happened. There are things that just happen. Caping for this simp. I, oh, now he's a simp. Yeah, he is and a simp. He, okay, whatever. He's a simp. He's a simp, um, he's I mean, a he simp because... Up. He knows he, he fucked up. I mean, to yes, people married... Yes, he did. And he admitted and to that. That's why he, he let his brother whoop his ass. You know, his mean, nose sometimes and sometimes you need to defend
1: yourself at least cover up.
5: I mean, the thing is this. And like you said, I mean, you are being very judgmental and critical of somebody's situation. That's and what we are doing. That's the whole purpose of the podcast, to judge the book. I and am give hey, our hey,
1: critical hold, analysis. Hold,
5: hold, hold. No, that's not what we said. We didn't say we were going to judge it. We are giving our
1: critical analysis. I think he was hey, a, hey, hold, a, hold i on I don't on. like passive people because they do shit like that. So mm-hmm. what they was can't step brother? up. That's the same thing that happened to Dion. So what was, bro- what
0: was his brother? Hold on, Dion. Hold on, Dion. Hold on that. Hold on that. So how would you describe his brother then?
1: I oh, think. Jay. Come on, Jay. Jay was yeah. a jerk.
0: So Jay's yeah.
1: a jerk. But Man. I think Jay would have told him if he moved his lady. Maybe, Maybe Lisa not. said, "Hey, bro, you know that chick you messing with, Ashley?"
0: So, so, so. No, too- she
1: gave me some head on the beach last night.
0: So, so you think he didn't tell him because he was, because he was lame, or because he was really like, yeah if I tell my brother, it's gonna hurt." And I don't want to go through that. I think. a minute.
1: I think. I think it progressed into what you said. The latter.
5: I okay. think that it was said. And I think both.
1: I think both what you said is true. I think See? he didn't tell him in the beginning because he's lame, and then I think. Because it was a secret, and you know, I have this saying, time plus sex equals love. He started yeah. spending too much time with her, and he was but, but, having well, he sex with her. He loved her from the beginning, though.
0: He did love her from
5: the he beginning. He loved her from the beginning, and he hey, said that.
1: But, but did, she said that did, to him.
0: Did he did, he didn't love
5: her,
1: her. He liked her.
5: Okay. No, no, he loved her. no, he said hey, he loved her.
0: But did Buddy put them hands on him because he was jealous, or because he he started, she put that work on him with them pictures. Or because he broke the code, like why did he, why did he put them hands on? Her? Because he put them hands on because he was hurt.
5: Yeah, he put them hands on him because <laughs> it's like he, he was like he felt no, like he was betrayed. You my brother, yes, yes. and you ain't because tell me tell
0: him because he put that work in the.
5: <laughs> no, because he felt he felt like he was humiliated, he said, and that was all about him. That means he was selfish.
2: Definitely, it was more so about the embarrassment of not getting the girl he was supposed to get. Like, hold on, that's that's I'm a f- very I'm interesting. Game.
1: That's a very interesting analysis to I know she ain't with me no
2: more, but you can't touch her. Nobody's really supposed to touch her. I don't even want my friend, nobody, because I'm Jay.
1: Nobody's like, supposed to touch her. Right. Nobody's supposed to touch so, her. So, you he done done his number one. so, his feelings was driven by his selfishness. If he wasn't right. selfish, because Jay then was he selfish, he would have but- gotten so upset.
5: Right. And not okay. only that, but Jay would still have Ashley if he wasn't so selfish. They everybody in the family was like, "Ooh, this makes sense. Because when Jay, when Jay and Ashley were together, there was nothing for them. And HUD saw that and HUD was falling in love with her while she was with Jay, because he knew his brother too, and he knew his brother wasn't into her. Like, she needed someone to be. Did you say, bro, if you don't want to let me have
4: but these are all—they're also kids. They're all in their early twenties. Yeah, is cool. like man, they, they don't
5: know shit.
4: Like, it plus, and plus, in like fucking, in your when you're 23, it's just like man, I don't know what happened. Like, I had two beers we couldn't control. I think control they might have been
5: like 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah they like, were just 20 man. years old. And so, and he saw her somewhere, and they were together in an intimate type space, and it just happened. So, don't tell me that that thing that doesn't. You want to tell me that doesn't happen? You want to tell me that doesn't happen? They were, oh, yeah. you know, so in a, a like, space. And it just happened. And after it happened, they realized how you know, no good, they were compatible. <laughs> and so they kept it on the low because they were compatible. And, but then they found themselves in a really bad place because they. They were good together. I think
1: at the end, though, I think at the end, I think it was really true love. And I think that he was going, he he could give her and he was willing to give her what Jay couldn't give her mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. He had, but the way he did it, I think it could have been different. But who am I? Because the ends justify the means. If you don't want her and you're treating her like trash, I think is my treasure. I mean, what's up with talking about it? Because then it wouldn't have been... This whole thing but he
5: wanted to. And it you was don't act a like you've never been in a situation where you wanted to tell someone something and you couldn't tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And then you let a lot of stuff pass and a lot of relationships get ruined with a lot of people, just because you can't just come out and say what you should have said in the beginning. I love you, Teresa. Okay. Do you love me? Put
1: it on oh, put it I, record. Do I, you love I do. Me? I do. All right. All right, so Ooh. we're not going to bring personal?
5: We're not. I'm just okay. asking you to pull the inside. <laughs> Liddy, are you trying to, to say Are you trying to say that story happened. you
4: told earlier? Or was that a personal
5: story? No, that that story had absolutely nothing <laughs> no, to do I got with me. No, it had nothing to do
4: with my family.
5: Because, hey, look, you already know. If he said, uh, fam, you in 01, I was already grown.
4: Yeah, you were like, yeah, you were on your second career.
5: Mm-hmm. Grown, grown, I grown. getting
2: you in a mortal arm, hey, Teresa. Hey,
4: y'all. <laughs> hey, let me,
1: let me reel this back in about the book. Okay. So the book started off slow for me, and I had to start all over. And before I got the physical book, I was listening to, like I said earlier, the performance by the author. Which was on, amazing. Uh, which was that. amazing on Audible. But it was, you know, starting back here, back in here, and then each time it goes back, goes back, it, it kind of gives the background on the different character. So it was a lot of different characters. If you can imagine, it's four siblings, then five came at the at the party. And um yeah, four it's siblings, four. then five came at the party. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh the parents, Mick Reaver and Jude, and then you had Jude parents, June? and then June. I'm sorry, you had June parents, and then you had Mick Reaver's parents. So Unless you had the physical book, you could have gotten lost. So I had to start over like three times. And then finally I Googled the characters. Oh
5: my goodness.
1: So I could read about the characters so I can be like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
4: Just caveat to all the normal people that listening to this, it wasn't that hard to follow. It
3: really wasn't. It wasn't.
0: Right. Well,
4: for me, you it know. was pretty straightforward.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but when, so when, it, so when he has uh, so 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 expressed it. in the Four past.
2: Kids. Hold on, what he he had, had in the past that he doesn't like when books go back and forth in time. And that Lenin has said this about other books before, so it could be a preference thing. Because I remember he said this about another book we did where they
1: no Teresa said that as well. You did say you don't like
5: the volley not and forth. No, it was one book that had me confused because they couldn't they didn't tell me. This book, it clearly says 1956. 1958. Yeah. Well <laughs> mm. we had a time last night. Well we had a time last night.
1: grand finale, the party. Mm. This big party. So I want to start talking about this party, party because bro, party this party is like epic.
2: You know what? The, <laughs> you know, this party, is party I thought all rich people in Hollywood went like, like when you think about party, like you know I'm an '80s baby, so like I'm thinking about like uh, Animal House. Uh, Ferris Bueller's mm-hmm. Day Off. I'm thinking like they getting about they about to be have like Zach Morris there acting stupid. It's about to be nuts, and they're in Malibu too. Like,
1: yeah. I didn't think it was gonna get that nuts.
5: I was very disgusted by the behavior <laughs> of these people, yes. and I kept thinking to myself, <laughs> "How can you go in someone's home and, and act be this?" Like that. Disrespectful, but again, in then I had world. to think about cultures, and I was like, you know, you know what? Hold on, Pause. Pause.
1: Pause. Pause. they
4: brought a brick and a half of cocaine and gave it out. For no, two half. bricks, buddy. Uh,
1: two. <laughs> he brought two bro- he, he, he had one in the car and he one on him.
4: <laughs> hey, 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 check this out. Right. Put check down, down out. that shrimp. <laughs> I, I I don't
1: know so much if it's culture versus they was high as hell. Mm. But they was drunk and high. Oh, we low. had a
5: timeless. And,
1: and, and guess what? And guess what? The only black dude in the party was doing
5: DJing. DJing, <laughs> turning it up. <laughs> He was turning
1: up because the other DJ wouldn't wouldn't he hitting was, on nothing.
0: He was an old ass man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was not hitting no nothing. He was like, man, look, I, I can't be at this party and he you play an and, and you disrespecting <laughs> these music, this music like that. Let me well, get Brandon on. Well, Brandon told change.
5: him to get on him. Huh? Brandon told him. No, to he asked ask.
1: Brandon,
0: could he get no, on? No,
5: he didn't.
0: I'm allergic to fake DJs okay, and whack back. shit. I can't just sit here and listen to other people's shit.
5: Yes, exactly. Thank you, Donovan. Thank you. I love it when we're on here. They don't bump for you for nothing. They they have to tell the truth. Yes.
4: Yeah. Maybe that was they went back in time and told that part. That's why I let him missed it.
5: <laughs> yeah, Brandon at Brandon told him to do that, and he was like, "No, I can't." And he was like, "No, he's already been paid. You can get up on the and You can do it." And he was like, "Okay." And I loved the accent of his girlfriend. Does it have yeah. to ring? He can't listen to no one else. Uh,
0: she was talking shit.
1: All right, here it is, y'all. Let me. y'all. I'm about to crush y'all
5: no you're not because that's not what that says that's just gonna tell us that you don't know how to read in context it it. says hi Tereen he said raising his glass to her Brandon Tereen said her face blank a surprise Brandon smiled and introduced himself to Greg Greg shook Brandon's hand and then looked around the living room clogged the DJ any chance I can get behind the deck Greg asked Nina turned on the direction Greg was looking for and blah 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 Greg cannot stand it when another soul is in charge (laughs) of what he is Listening to Tarine Sid holding Greg's hand, little Brandon looked at their work. hands intertwined together. It. For, But this is not the part that's the, that's me the, and part. Didn't the part.
1: No, that's the part. That's the part. That's am not We the part That's the part. I'm Greg part.
0: Greg walk the door like I can't let you to
3: get
5: on the part that's the, that's the part the part, part he <laughs> said, "Can I get on?" He said, "He looked at the DJ. said, can I, can sure I get great. on the ones and two?'" He says, "I'll take you over." He said, "I don't want to upset your guy. I'm sure he's great." Greg said, "No," Brandon said, waving Greg off. Yeah, he no, gets no, paid no, you can get on the ones and two. He he'll understand nobody. the Greg Robinson Thank you. is here. He just threw his hands up. Oh, No, no I'm not I'm because that's not what happened. Oh, I'm about to
1: read it one more time. Hey, y'all pause it, right quick this is this has nothing to do with the book this has everything to do with relationships and women not taking responsibility or okay admitting when donovan wrong.
5: me and donovan both i got so, the book so, so why is it, it, me me it is you? says in quotation
1: marks any chance i can get behind that dick greg asked nina turned in the direction greg was looking at first not sure what he meant greg cannot stand it when another soul is in charge of what he's listening to Tareen said, holding Greg's hand. Yeah, we can let that nigga on the like, mic. Like, yeah. He said, We would love Hold on, we would love to have you in charge of the ones and twos. Two he laid out the fucking book. <laughs> he asked the fucking DJ, Say, I'm
5: sorry. Nope, I refuse. To right, say I'm exactly. Sorry. He asked never, the everybody. DJ. Really
1: Brandon was agree. like, Shit, hell yeah, you could DJ. Man, it was a lot of sex going on. I want I to talk about place. Wendy. That is your favorite Wendy, part. Wendy it, is my lit bar. Yeah. Okay. So
5: why don't you go there then? To the lit bars?
1: Yep, yep. One, two, one, two. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> lit bars. Lit, lit, lit bars. bars. lit bars. Lit bars. Lit bars. Y'all got yeah. y'all lit bars this week.
0: Man, I got something, bro. I ain't got them written down because I was on Audible, but I can tell you what they said. This shit was, I was stuck in I got you. She said, uh, I got a, you got a nice...
1: Look,
0: she said, you got a nice rack. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> L- L- sis told it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, better go next to Hirachi's. I said, damn, Hirachi's? They were in you yeah, that part? All right.
1: I wanted to Google that. Yeah, when she said that, I wanted to Google. I'm like, when did Harajis come out?
0: What about when there was like, uh, it was one line of cocaine, it was two lines. I forgot how that shit was. One line of cocaine, then it was two lines of cocaine, then it was three lines of cocaine. <laughs> At the party.
1: Yeah, man, that party oh, was so they? crazy. Man. I'm surprised. Now, When they started throwing those dishes around like...
0: (laughs) You said you want to play Frisbee. You said you
1: want to play Frisbee. Oh, When they started swinging from the chandelier.
2: But you know what? That kind of just speaks to the overall theme of the book that ain't nobody got no real home training. Like, nobody. Yeah. Like, like she met that dude. Like,
1: that stuff is just...
2: just, Money don't equal class. Money don't equal good behavior. There's plenty of people with money that do dumb shit and... No, money just make yeah, you be more do. whoever you are. If you're an asshole, yeah. you can be a bigger asshole with money. If you're a generous person, you can be more generous with money. If you're a hoe, you can be an ultra hoe with money. That's all.
1: Goodness. Wendy Palmer took off her dress and slipped off her underwear. She stood there in the backyard, just to the side of the jacuzzi, then began to slowly step down into the steaming water. Soon, Wendy was submerged in the bubbling water floating over to the other two people in the jacuzzi at the moment. The two men stopped talking to each other in order to look at her. She smiled and raised her eyebrows ever so slightly. Hi. Stephen Cross and Nick Manero both stared at her, instantly intrigued. They were the the net and the drummer of the British new wave band with the number three song in the country. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick said. Hello, Stephen said slowly. Wendy kissed Nick first, then Stephen, then moved them into a spot where people could watch before continuing to perform her plan. Are we really doing this? Nick's mouth opened to Stephen, and Stephen shrugged, and so it began just as Wendy wanted. Wendy <laughs> had come to the party with the intentions of having sex with two hot guys while people watched. She didn't want people to watch for her sake. She was trying to entertain. She wasn't trying to entertain anyone. She was not there for anyone's amusement but her own. This was something she had always wanted to do. She thought about it, doing it from the time to time when she got a little too drunk and find herself pressed up against a man. Because the Reba party was Wendy's last hurrah. This morning she had booked a one-way ticket to Portland. She was leaving L.A. for good next Tuesday. But first. She needed to fuck two rock stars in a jacuzzi while everyone watched.
4: I did she the went same shit when I met Charlie.
1: Married dude from high school who had been wanting her her whole life. So after she dried up in Hollywood and her breast started sagging and shit, she said, "You know what? I'm gonna go and settle down with this dude." She he
2: was twenty six. He got a good job and <laughs> culture uh, back to you, at home. Though, they, they have to get married by twenty five, otherwise, it's it's over. So she's 26. I
4: just want to point out that uh, Taylor so, Jenkins uh, Reed put that scene in the book for no reason at all. The book would have been just <laughs> fine without that whole that whole scene. You, Taylor. you know what? You Taylor. Well,
5: no, she didn't put it in there for no reason. She put it in there for Lenny because he was excited. About <laughs> it. I think that it is his life's joy to find anything like that in every book that we read. <laughs> Baby, we should live I can't find it, so I'll have to put mine back in. All
1: right. What um what it was
5: about? It was about uh Nina and how she feels. Oh, he has one for me. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's about Nina too. So. It yeah. It it Thank probably, you. It's probably wraps, the one wraps you it all Nina up. Pitt. It isn't,
5: but I got you. When there is only you, you do not get to choose which jobs you want. You do not get to decide you are incapable of anything. There is no room for distaste or weakness. You must do it all. All of the ugliness, the sadness, the things most people can't stand to even think about, all must live inside of you. You must be capable of everything.
1: I want to talk about that for a second, and I want to talk about Nina's character because we really can't close the book without talking about her character. Um, Steve, do you have a lit bar?
4: Um, Well, two. One was when uh, Ashley was in the thing and she was like, no, keep taking these pictures. That's one. But the other one is at the end <laughs> 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 where, uh, where uh, Mick, the dad, is trying to be like, uh, oh, I want to come back. I'm going to do it this time. And uh Nina goes off on him and then Hud Hudson is just like, nah dad, you're too late. You-
1: you talking too about at time. the
4: beach. At, at the, the beach, yeah. yeah it yeah, makes yeah. me wanna it makes me want to go back to my second family while I still
2: mm-hmm. have time.
1: Donovan, I got a few. Okay, you are ready.
2: Donovan was perhaps the hottest she'd ever seen, the hottest man she'd ever seen. <laughs> 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 I don't know what page that was on, though. That resonated okay. with me. Um, let's see. Assholes protect their own. They are faithful to no one, but surprisingly protective of each other.
3: <laughs>
2: um our parents live inside us, whether we whether they stick around or not. They express themselves through us in ways in a way we hold our pen, shrug our shoulders, in the way we raise our eyebrows, our heritage lives in our blood. Uh, let's see. She never let her husband come home to a woman with her hair out of place. Because you bet not. Um maybe our parents' lives are imprinted within us. Maybe the only faith there is, the only te- is the temptation of reliving their mistakes. Maybe, try as we might, we may never be able to outrun the blood that runs through our veins. Or maybe we are free from the moment we are born. Maybe everything we've ever done was by our own hands. Um, That's good, Donovan. Yeah, this. Yeah, she... Yeah, I like the way how the author um, just brought in the... I guess like the question of like, who are you versus like, are you, are you your own creation or are you the things that come before you? Like that was kind of like the, mm-hmm. the, like a running theme throughout the book. Like, are we, mm-hmm. are we this brand new thing? Can we ever really escape where we came from? Mm-hmm. Um And like live up to this potential or, or are we always going to be the things that we came from? Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I said. Like, like what I said earlier, Nina ended up marrying somebody almost like her father. Yeah, the, uh, but and not and even he like, did her the same way you. her father yeah. did her mother. The very thing that she wanted to escape, it ended up being. But
5: he didn't seem anything like her father um, all, because yeah. he was actually the good guy. Brandon was the type of guy who didn't frown. He did all the right things. He was like the TV darling of tennis. You know, he didn't get angry. He was the opposite of like McEnroe. He was just, you know, everybody kept saying he was gracious and losing and winning. And he just, he did not know how to... It, it when, when they were describing it, it was kind of what I would think about Tiger Woods. I kind of like how his dad was very but, t- into uh, his upcoming because his dad would that, tell that, him very things. Very
1: intentional. Yeah. His, it was grooming just him for the media.
5: Grooming him but, for the media. Absolutely. And was,
2: so. was all of that just like surface though? Like what, all was all that maybe just superficial and really he was really just not the guy he said he was? Maybe he was really like or, Nina's dad, like Alanny was saying. Or, or this is one of the things that
1: I I thought about as a male, we have a, I, I always say we got to get our whole, our whole phase out. Right. And a lot of these people was rushing into marrying like their first love and being very young and. And never like, purging themselves. Life
0: expectancy was a little different. But it wasn't that day. Was really, but yeah. the yeah. opportunity to get their whole now. phase
1: out. So, in your yeah. mind, at the moment, you you think you want to have this family and love this person, but yeah. you don't know what's going to happen in the future, and you don't know if you're going to change your mind because you're still developing. Your mind is still developing. The and, railroad
0: ain't finished yeah, going yet. I, I, yeah. I think yeah the so dog Brandon been...
1: married young, and then he realized that oh. I like this other girl. What's her name? Start with a C. And uh, she blew his mind. Then Andrew. he realize like, you kind of pushy. The thing, the very thing that drew me to you is the thing that's pushing me away from you. I think yeah. I need to go back to Nina, but he was still
5: fickle. He couldn't make up his mind. Well, what it was for him that I can see was that he was, <laughs> he was groomed into a particular way of doing things. And then he hit a slump and he exactly. was embarrassed he was right he was embarrassed about his slump and Nina was the t- me she was you know not putting the pressure on him she wasn't like get your ass up and you know go train harder she was like i understand it's okay and then when he got that he thought that's what he needed he well but then he realized that, that ain't he what I need. wasn't he really you a horrible person in that but then he got to crazy girl and she was just like, boom, 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 boom about mm-hmm. everything. And then he expl- explained. When he described that scene between the two of them and he was like, her hard legs and her, and I was like, yikes, yuck. You know, I was like, what White is boy, that? Like what is, you know, what was that was like? But- athlete.
2: Of course your legs are going to be hard it, and tight. Athlete, and
0: he was, he was like. out a star athlete. He yeah. was a star athlete. That was a different thrill. He didn't but want then he realized old.
5: that she was a bitch, Carrie, and, yeah. and yeah. Carrie Sod,a be
4: having the best uh, times. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and yeah, he realized that she was a bitch, and that you know it was she was just not a nice person, and he missed the warmth and the love from.
2: What Another one got caught up in the mistress. You can't be marrying a mistress. She's just there for, you know, that thing That Again, these,
1: a lot of these kids were young. That's that's the good thing about, like, college. I say I always feel like college is the best incubator to transition from a child to adulthood. You, you're there. It's a lot of variety. Uh, it's a safe, space. It's, it's a safe a, space. it's a safe space. It's a... Uh, you can, you can have a lot uh, you can explore your sexual proclivities and you have, de- de- you you think you like this kind, you think you like the woman that's very assertive and, you know, and she probably fits you and she serves you for a season in your life, but you still evolve and you're still trying to find yourself and you realize like, you know, she, she was good for me at this moment in my life. What about this woman? I need somebody else. She's not, There's she, no she can't come right. to the next level with me. And you have that opportunity to go and keep going and settling down in college and getting married is so taboo. You're you're not pressured or feel the pressure to marry somebody. That's
4: not not true, bro. That is not true.
1: I think the military people are uh, pressured to get married, but in college, when you like the man or you the girl, you're not really that pressured to get married while you're in college.
4: I would. I. I don't know. We have a lot of people that we know that we went to college with that they go to college to find a husband or a wife, and they did so. And I, While I mean, in
1: college, Steve?
4: He, or they got married shortly after. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm
1: talking about. I'm talking about well, but while you in college.
4: Yes, that is your while time college, to explore
1: and be out.
4: Well, here's the thing. though. I mean, I think it goes back to what Donovan was talking about in one of the major themes of the book, right? It's like this nature versus nurture. And it's like, am I a product of the decisions I make? And am I going to let expectations and other outside pressures drive those decisions? Or am I going to take control of my life? Right? Like Nina's thing was like, I never lived a day in my life because I've been always serving others and going down this path, right? Like every character was going down this path of here's the expectations. Here's what I really want. And how am I navigating that? That's all the tension in the book. So, I, I mean, I do think, yeah, you can look at it as like they were young and they were learning themselves, but I think more so they were learning. Like I need to be able to find happiness within myself and act from a place where I am driving the narrative and i'm controlling my journey in this world not letting outside factors whether it's expectations uh economic realities what my daddy's doing all this i'm gonna make that decision
1: every i think everybody fits that except for kit and she mentioned that she Who mentioned Kit knew what she wanted and kind of stuck with it. Now
5: didn't Kit know, did explore. He didn't, he didn't know what you want.
1: <laughs> no, no, Kit, well,
5: she, think, I, she went to figure it out. Yeah, she yeah. went.
1: She went yeah. to yeah. figure it out, but she yeah. learned yeah. really, really quickly. Like, this ain't mm. what I want.
5: But she also, we also <laughs> found out that Kit is the most like her dad. Mm-hmm.
1: In, in, in terms of what?
5: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's term- they all a lot like their dad. In terms of what, what the
5: people said in the book between uh, Mick and Kit at the end of the book, they just kept looking at each other and seeing how alike they were in their brashness and their, um, you know, I say what I want to say, you know, I, I live, live free. pretty free. Yeah. Uh, so she was the most like, and that's why he was, he kept looking at her like, oh my God, this one I is going to be trouble. My I
0: yeah, I he, he trouble my like, yeah, he was like,
5: yeah, he was like, this one's going to be trouble. This one's me. And the irony in that is, she was the child that's most like him is the child he had the least dealing with
1: nature versus nurture
5: mm-hmm. he, just, he like, just like
1: with don go back to donovan's uh lit bar when he was talking about like uh it's in your blood and it's in your DNA so, yeah
5: it's in your DNA
1: yeah your your blinks the way you shrug your shoulders all of that she was the one that invited
2: him how about that she is the one that invited him she's like one of the she also i guess that she had that part about her from her mother who was like even though Kit was like really hard and like just kind of, uh, uh, she still had she that. I always like the door part. open for him. Yeah, just exactly. Like how like June did. Yeah.
5: Nah, she was doing wow. this shit to be
0: spiteful, though.
5: Yes, she, she was. was mad. She yeah. didn't do it. She wasn't doing it like a mother. Think, she, she didn't think he, like he was going
1: to uh, take her up on it.
5: Yes, but she was hoping that he would. But she was but doing still, it yeah. kind of uh, as a in-your-face type thing. It wasn't. For anything that you was... You I know you're yeah. not
0: coming. You're to no, you bastard right She, away she wanted him to, him to come, come any so time. she could
5: throw in his face that I don't need you. But she also had a yearning to see and get a piece of him that everyone else had. I
1: think everybody yearns to meet or she, get to know the person who created them.
5: And
2: was uh, she really trying to prove it to him or was he trying to well, prove hold it on, to hold, her,
1: hold, on, that hold on, hold on, hold on. How responsible
0: on. was it for him Took right away his rights.
1: That's Think what I wanted that. to get to. That's what I wanted he, to get to.
0: he really didn't abandon.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He didn't That's, that's no what I wanted right. to talk about. That's where I was about to go. They y'all. had to
2: go get their rights. Nina had to wait I was, um, until she was 18 to go get them kids.
1: At that at that final moment when they were all sitting yeah, on the sand right. uh, yeah. and the chaos was going on upstairs, I was thinking about uh, Mick Reaver and I had mixed emotions about what he was trying to do and and what his past has done, and I was thinking, boy, you really have to uh navigate your steps and uh and order your own steps because it 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 catches up with you in the end, and you start limiting the things that you can and can't do. He was getting old. He, he found himself living in this big mansion by himself with just him and his butler. He had nobody, but here he is. He has five children. And because of the lifestyle that he chose and the decisions that he made to be self-grandizing and self-absorbed, he ended up finding himself by himself because he served uh. himself.
0: He by himself no. and he don't want to be around people because when he no, walk around people, no, all exactly. he gotta do is, is say what's up and no. folks come to him. Nope.
1: He tried to say what's up when he was with the kids. And he was like, Hey y'all, we can start all over. No, nah, I ain't talking about the kids. And, no, I'm no, listen to me people. what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. He wanted to uh establish a relationship with his kids after everything was over with. And they was that. like, you know what? You know, you were like a I'm day too ta- late. I'm That's not what I'm talking about, about. I'm not talking
0: about this guy. I, I know that. I'm talking about his relationship with the world though was, the moment he walked outside, people was running up to him. And if he if he was even pleasant to them, they was in his face. And he couldn't have that all the time. So he said he had That was a very like,
1: empty relationship with these people. They didn't know yeah, him, they didn't,
0: know him, you know, they didn't love not, him. But you said that he was by himself because he served himself. That's not why he was by himself. He was by himself because he couldn't be, he didn't want to be around all these
5: people. Well, he's by himself because he doesn't have any real friends. I mean, it doesn't matter if you can have 20 strangers come in your home. You're not connected to them. So he doesn't have a connection with anyone. He's went, you know, went through all of these women and none of them have stuck. Uh, The last wife he had was the manager who... The manager's, the manager's assistant, the manager's assistant who became his manager,
0: he fired her or whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> then he married her me.
5: and divorced her. So now <laughs> she's not, now he doesn't have a manager. Yeah. So, you know, it was, he was not able to manage his relationships. Um, and, the, and, you and, you know, and that came. Point and
2: and, and, and playing and and and
5: and for his
0: long term. All that did happen, but the dude still—you know, you don't remember when he pulls up at the party? No, but that's that. not—that's not, not, not a relationship.
1: Not a real, that's not a real relationship.
0: I, I ain't talking about relationship. I'm that's talking what about, we're talking like, about. I'm talking about the point of how he moves in the world, how that impacts how he doesn't have a relationship. I don't think you understand what I'm saying.
5: Mm-mm. Okay, but okay, like so I Lenny was, was love talking love love about the fact him, that, Mr. Mr. that his house is empty. I get and that. We so were talking, talking about the fact that he can't. He can't move the way he wants to move because he doesn't want to be alone. But he also doesn't want to just... I remember, I know this thing that you're talking about and that's when he said that he pretty much has to be rude to people if he doesn't want to entertain them, because if he says hello, then yeah. now he's entertaining. Like the scene where the guy, he signed so, the one so dude a
1: napkin. So, and so then next thing you know, him. he looked up, it was a whole line of people and he had to Just tell them and no, say. and then they called him an asshole.
0: So, so again, we're talking about a person started from the bottom, mm-hmm. the, 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 the evolution of a person, all these different changes he's went through in his life. He never thought he would be that magnetic of a person. So, yeah, he had this time period where he was doing all these things, but as he's doing that, he's still dealing with this reality that he's bigger than what he wants to be as even a person. He can't even go outside the way he wants to.
2: Exactly. So, that's all, the, all that
0: impacts that's such why idea. he's by himself. So you know what I'm saying?
2: Close to, and he's not even really close to anybody. Like even close to his kids. Like So, right. he's, got, he's got that celebrity that makes him something that everybody wants to be around, but also... It makes him not run to be around people So he's got this, right. this Weird dichotomy going on um, And also to your point He's not close to I his kids party,
1: because of his decisions It's not because party of his stardom
2: actually represents I don't think so Everybody's relationship in general I, so. I was going to say like I think the party kind of represents Everybody's relationship To everybody around them Like everything about that party was chaotic And kind of <laughs> like Not right and every one of these characters relationship to themselves is kind of the same like like i mean nina had like a motherly role to her brother's sister like is that the role a sibling supposed to have like like everything was just kind of like off and i think that's what party represents most like everybody wants to be here but nobody's like really here in mind like everybody's zoned out or fucking okay, not right.
1: present they're present but they're not present Correct. correct,
2: correct.
5: And it was several stories thrown into the party that I was like, "Why is this here?" But uh, the only thing I can come up with oh, is God. for character development for another book
2: or the movie. I would like to see the movie.
4: Lenny, I think. I was can see say a that movie. It. American Pirate type movie. The dad didn't have a relationship with his kids because he couldn't take control of his life at any point in time. He didn't. He didn't make any decisions. Everything just happened to him. Like all these girls were trying to do him, And so he just couldn't help it. And the ones that wanted to be with him ended up marrying him. And the ones that wanted to have kids ended up having kids, even though I told them all I didn't want to have kids. Right. Like he. He uh, was also, like, Nina, a slave to just, you know, being famous and charismatic That's and being I'm a singer. That. He just, like, even with even with the kids, he was like, oh, I was just waiting for the uh, the courts to come make me pay child support. And, oh, I was just, I, I just felt like the decision was made for me when you filed for custody. I just couldn't do anything. He did make the decision to go to the party, but by then it was too late. But this, yeah, but he also made a decision
1: not to make a decision. And that's why I get back well, to what I said it's a about
4: My mind's in a knot. <laughs>
1: that's what I get back to what I said earlier. Passive people really irk me because passive people can be pernicious and they can cause more harm than not. They try to run from harm, but they don't realize that they're creating harm by being passive. And the people that they're hurting by not taking a stance and not saying "Hey, no!" or taking control of his life, he just hurt five people that he could have had by speaking up. So, and I Mm -hmm. think that's the part about him, Hood took on his passive behaviors and it it then became explosive for him in the end and he had to get beat up for it Uh uh, by not getting in front of things. So his dad didn't get in front of things. So I think that's a decision not to get in front of things. That's why I, again... I don't jail with people like that, even though they're real nice, soft spoken, non confrontational people. I think non confrontational people are very destructive. Hmm. Without to trying
0: everybody to be is destructive a
4: friend to no one,
1: no, they can't, no they can't be angelic. They can't be. I mean, know, look it. what happened. I mean, Steve just, <laughs> Steve just, Steve just laid it out there. By him being non-confrontational, it was more destructive than he could handle. I think that the way
5: that you use the word non-confrontational is a little bit different than mainstream non-confrontational. But um, as far as Mick Riva, his passiveness was self-serving as well as the way, you know, I'm always, you know, I've been called an apologist. I've been called a lot of things, but... I was absolutely just okay. I mean, he wasn't my favorite person, but I was okay with Mick Reva until June passed away. And exactly the fact that he didn't do something all the benefit of the doubt went out the door with that. Yeah, it was because I recognized from the beginning that psychologically he just wasn't able to do what he promised to do and i can't hold him responsible for something that he's not capable of doing but somewhere within him i expected something when june died
2: mm-hmm. you yeah, like a parental thing maybe like
5: um if it wasn't a... <laughs> something Thing you know, your only love. I mean, and and I believe him when he's June was the only woman that he loved, everything else was just
1: superficial,
5: superficial. And it was not just that, it was feeding, bang, bang, bang. it was feeding into his ego mm-hmm. and business, giving though. him the reinforcement to be this guy that his dad was, you know, the apple does not fall far from the tree. I see it all the time. You know, we as humans, we can try to escape our DNA as much as we want to, but it just keeps coming back and we have to be able to see it and work on it. And sometimes that takes therapy. And like you said, it was in a time where therapy was not that popular, uh, no one was delving Chibank. into people's familial relationships to figure out how to fix people. It just looked like dysfunction. It and was really
1: no real friendships except for what's the girl at the end,
5: uh, Tara,
4: Tara T something,
5: yeah. uh, the model. I mean, but I, I yeah. don't think that we kind of got to see that, Tarina. you know. And I'm from, you know, a big family where. You know, honestly, we don't have to have friends. It's so many of us mm-hmm. that we could just be us and not even deal with other people. But... um it, it was four of them growing up, and when you have that, you you have a unit already. So that you you, you don't you have to compete with, you have to find space. Like I was telling you the other day, uh, you know, and I was to, I have a new friend that came back into my life, and I have to find a space for her, and it's hard because my you plate right. is already full. But when you are a friend to someone, you have to dedicate time, you have to dedicate your energy, uh, some place on your your bandwidth to be able to deal with. That's a lot. It's it's work. Yeah, it's it's work to do so. So I just the only real problem I had with Reva was when June died and he didn't do anything. What's your thoughts of the purpose of Casey in this book?
0: I was like, what the hell, man? I thought this shit was over that's with. It. What the hell, exactly. man? That's it, because there's the so point, much time now. Gosh,
3: man. What can Casey, you get this shit over
4: with? Casey, <laughs> that's, that's
2: what what Casey. That's what her
4: purpose was. It was like, we have no idea.
2: I don't know. I guess Casey represents the innocence of just being disconnected. Like, I mean, yeah, she kind of like the other kids didn't have her parents, but like she also had the, like, the privilege of not having some of their pro- well, I guess, but we do not we didn't learn too much about Casey like that, but like, she doesn't actually have some of the same relationship problems, I guess. So she kind of represents like a, a part of Mick that if that's Mick's daughter, that could kind of do some new shit. That part, that yeah. that's the part, that part right there. The reason
1: why I couldn't even find, I couldn't find much significance because we still don't know if she's truly his daughter.
5: Hmm. Except yeah. for the, the lip, at the that bottom was the lip. Thing, the only thing we got finger. that lip. Hmm. Yeah, I just but I felt like
2: then, what makes you family? Could have been Miss Jagger's baby. baby. Who knows? Oh is it God. just your blood, or is it something else
4: yeah. <laughs> it, 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 And it's like, how many other, how many others out there are there? Right, like how irresponsible was this dude?
5: Uh, I mean, well, this was definitely at a time when you know it, it was different, birth control and. Uh, abortion was not an option per se, but for I, I think I looked at Casey as just an, being able to bring another dynamic to the story. You know, it was like we're gonna close, but we need another twist. So, you know, bring somebody else in because these four were close already and um wait, wait wait, wait,
1: wait,
0: it gets
5: worse, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly,
1: or yeah. or 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 not, yeah, um, uh, Harvey, rate this book one through ten,
0: man, you, know, like I said, i didn't I didn't like this shit from the beginning, so it, you know, it guess a five, right, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. with a five, but then I'm gonna give it some extra points, watch this, so, like. The coolest guy in the book is an old black dude that's a white supermodel chick, right? I think it's kind of weird, but it's it's kind of cool. 50, <laughs> she's
1: 27.
0: He, he DJing and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um, I think um, and he wrote part, he wrote a lot of mid kits.
0: Right, right, right. Um, then you got the part around when they says uh the police come to the party the fact that they come to Malibu and they ask questions and she's like, if they came to Compton or Watts or Inglewood, they wouldn't have knocked. They, was, they came in here, they'd have came mm-hmm. in guns drawn, kicking the doorway with the 4-4 type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that she acknowledges that. So you got this, you know, this white story then places, some black people in some cool spaces and then just out of the fucking nowhere it comes with this random, Thing around how how white cops act in Malibu versus how they would have act in black spaces. A
1: little social consciousness she sprinkled in there?
0: I give it a eight. She can have a eight. Okay. It's all right.
1: Oh wow. Dang, um, Donovan, what would you give this? Uh-huh. One? <laughs> one, two, ten.
2: Um, I give it a nine. I think the writing was cool. I like the storyline. I like the uh, foreshadowing. I like all the symbolism about uh, family and like the whole Phoenix um, metaphor of just burning away. What the hell you came from just to start some new shit. Um, I think she did a good job with the story. So I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. Actually. Steve
1: rate this book one through 10. Uh,
4: I give it a seven. I think it was a good story. Easy. Listen, good themes. I feel like it was a, if it was a movie it would be on like Saturday afternoon on TBS and like i probably fall asleep after the first 30 minutes but wake up TBS towards or Hallmark. the end or, oh yeah there we go it would be like Hallmark or Lifetime I fall asleep HBO, I fall asleep the after the intro oh, I wake up towards the end I still like know what's going on I still know what's <laughs> going on I'm like oh the party was lit but I'm not watching the middle yeah
0: wow.
4: That party, party was crazy. Yeah, I, I'm rewinding the hot tub scene.
1: <laughs> Teresa, yes, dear. Uh, rate this book one through ten.
5: I would rate this book a nine. Uh, s- kind of same reasons with Donovan um all of those reasons plus what i said in the beginning which was i could relate a whole lot to this book i could relate to june and also to nina i am nina nina are is nina. me you are nina Nina is me yeah. so i felt like um y'all not gonna laugh at me but i i mean i was emotional in a lot of scenes in this book because I do feel very deeply for people and I am like the ultimate caretaker of so many so um, it was a lot of stuff and when Nina actually released I was like oh my god what is she gonna do how is she gonna leave how is that gonna happen the, I was having anxiety but you know Nina's good so I started releasing some stuff around here it made me feel free so I I, I like it
2: yeah, I she, like it. She's an extremely rich white woman. What are you talking about? Uh
5: I'll take it.
0: And yeah. did y'all know white women sit around and talk about is Lana Richie a piece of shit or not?
5: Yeah, <laughs> damn. Damn. That was funny. That was yeah. funny. I was uh, like, damn, what Lana Richie do <laughs> Nina Reva. Um it's me. Um
1: I rate the book a eight and a half. Okay. Um It started off a little slow, a lot. It was a lot of character building, Uh but, um, I, you know, I would say nine, but it just started off a little slow. Um, but I do love how every character and their personalities was intentional and it all like came together in this cauldron called the party. And it just blew up in the flames out of control, and it ended up in fire.
2: Literally, so, um, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I give it. I give it an eight and a half.
5: I think it deserves a nine just because it's. It's. I mean, I, even as we have discussed this book, it's so many things that we didn't even touch on. Like so,
1: like something that we I mean, we on.
5: we didn't talk about kit at all
1: we did talk about it just a little bit just not, a little bit i mean know, she not. was
5: so dynamic um we really didn't talk about
1: what. what um, is there to talk about kit though? she's a young girl who was a tomboy who was she insecure. got that
0: fire she got that fire she was insecure about her body the
1: whole because the only reason why she was insecure about her body is because she didn't like the the attention that other girls would have loved. No, 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 no. That's not what right. she said. It okay.
0: was because what was happening internally is why yeah. she was insecure. She had a whole nother reason.
5: Right, because right, she didn't like the attention she from the boys. To, no, uh,
0: no, no, no. What's what her sister got her right? She was straight. She wanted that attention. Right. Yeah, That's she what she, wanted she did. She went,
5: to, she went she to she Nina to get sexy. Them, she
0: got rights. She, wanted, she, wanted, she, wanted, she wanted
5: to see what was going on with her. She yeah, had some yeah. things, but she was a very complex, and she actually brought the... Honesty out of everybody. She challenged it, all of her and her mom. Remember, she was the one who told her mom, "You are a drunk,"
1: and yes, everybody that, in the house oh, was that like, me what? Of "Noah, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah." She watched TV. She was Noah's age. She, she was sh- ten years old, and she was like, "That's what it's called. It's called drunk." I exactly know what it is when I see. It. She was like, "Y'all about to eat
5: this and just sit there act like Mama just <laughs> didn't <and> burn this <laughs> macaroni. Exactly. And you think I'm about to eat this?"
3: Oh, this yeah.
5: Kid was like, "I ain't eating that." I ain't that shit. I ain't that shit. Yeah, so Kit was uh Kit was the firecracker and you know, it was just a lot in in this in this book. So, I could appreciate the good story and I could appreciate the um the way it introduced us to new characters and I'm absolutely certain that these characters will end up somewhere else in another Taylor Jenkins read book.
1: Thank you for listening to the Bro's Bookshelf podcast. Remember to like, write us a five-star review, share with your friends, and come back. Thank you.
5: doesn't mean that much to me, to mean that much to you. I've been first and last, look at how the time goes back.